I'm Zach, and I'm drinking. Fuck it. I'm Ben, and I'm dry. For what a, a stark contrast. <laughs> I remember when I did a dry January on this very program, and you said, yeah, fuck that. Well, that's because, I mean, back then I drank more. So, like, I didn't understand the point of it for me personally because it was like, well, on February 1st, I'm just going to start again. So, it's like, if I have no intention of actually cutting back long term, what's the point of even doing this? But isn't that still true, though? No, this past year I've, like, really cut back. Like, I would say overall maybe like a fourth of what i have been the last couple years of my life i'm good so because it kind of sucks i got to that point and then i also realized oh winter in chicago also sucks so bottoms up yeah i mean that too but I think that's like part of the problem though is like you'll always find a reason to because here's the thing right it's in the summertime it's like oh it's summer let's have a beer and then in winter it's like oh it's winter let's have a drink so for me in the summertime I can take it or leave it I'm like I'm out doing something outside so like if it's like oh we could have a drink okay cool but it's not like winter where it's like, all right, sitting inside all night again and it's dark at three o'clock. So guess we just grab a drink, you know? Yeah. <clears throat> That's why we're doing like yoga and shit. Trying to like start the year off right and all that. I mean, look, if you start not in the best place, then you've got nowhere to go but up, right? Yeah. This winter also is not as cold as in the past. So there's that. Well, I also have the excuse of being in college right now. Oh, yeah, that's true. Well, especially after finals. Final, like post-finals is always like a Gotta have a few. Yeah, I'm on the third week of my four-week break. Um, I took six classes in the fall 23 semester, totaling 18 credit hours, which is the maximum my school allows you to take. And I'm happy to report to you and all of our listeners that I got straight fucking A's. Nice. Yeah, I I was proud as shit of that. Plus, like, it's cannabis, so it's, like, even... It's kind of, like, even funnier. Well, it just proves that even though I was a fuck-off student all my life, apparently just put the word cannabis in front of whatever class I'm taking, I'll pay a lot of attention. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Get all my assignments done, all that shit. (laughs) But, no, yeah, I've never had a straight-A semester in my life, so that was kind of exciting. Well, congrats. 4.0. 
yes, and thank you. And then this coming semester, starting after next week, I am going to be taking four classes, totaling 17 credit hours. So I'm pretty much at the maximum because there's no single credit hour classes. Yeah. But this is my last calendar year in college before I finally fucking graduate. Nice. That's uh. So so wait. You're only so end of this end of year semester is the last one. The end of this year. I've got my four classes this semester. I've got two in summer and then one during fall, and then I'll be all done. Okay. Gotcha. Which is awesome. I'm excited. Cause um. I'm I'm not going to sit here and act like the classes are the hardest things in the world. They are involved science classes, but like I kind of innately have an understanding, so that's great. Yeah. But still it's a lot of work. Like well, is has is anybody do you know failing them? I don't think anyone's failing. My school is definitely big on making sure that everybody understands the material and is graded based off of their comprehension, which I think is great. But also, you know, it's not like there's not tests and shit. Got to do some labs and stuff, and I got even more of that coming up this semester, which is cool learning how to do chromatography, which is how, you know, THC and other cannabinoid and terpene profile content is determined in a lab. So are you guys, so are you handling like actual weed? No, we only handle, so there's a greenhouse at, at campus and they grow hemp. So we do handle hemp, but um, I don't think because the school, you know, works with FAFSA and all this, I don't think we can actually work with, you know, cannabis with the THC content. Okay. Yeah, that makes point sense. 0. 0.03 or whatever. But it's awesome <laughs> to be in school, awesome to be learning, and it will be great to have a college degree. Yeah. But I digress. How you been? Uh, I know you took a trip and how were your holidays? I mean, holidays were fine. Um, But yeah, mainly it was just like two intense work weeks and then house closing. And then we're still dealing with all that. So, um, so unfortunately we learned today that you need a, uh, a license for rentals in the city of Duluth. So, and they have parking requirements, which kind of messes up our, uh, like our strategy for renting it 
for short term. So we got to deal with that right now. Aren't there any loopholes? Not really. So <clears throat> basically it's like you can't, you need the permit to rent it and you can't really get a rent. You can't get the permit without certain requirements, but we'll see. I mean, I don't think we might move there sooner than we planned is basically the the problem or the solution. So you think you're getting out of Denver? Maybe at least for a little bit. But long term, you think you're going to keep your place there too? Yeah, yeah. I'll I'll keep this place. This will be kind of like home base. For sure. Um but like, you know, there's just a lot of it's just like a lot of what if things. It's like do I which, you know, do you make it nicer to rent it? Do you just leave it? Do you furnish it, etc.? So but with there, the rental market today, I don't think it really demand? matters. I was going to yeah, say, is like, there a demand like, for that in Duluth? Well, yeah, but in both cities. So, well, in Denver, um, I can imagine, but yeah, I don't know anything like about here, Duluth, Minnesota. Well, it's just smaller. It's like smaller, but the demand is still high. So it's like same type of demand but it's just at a much smaller scale you know here it's like you apply for an apartment and you'll be one of like 50 applicants but there's also 50 other options whereas there it's like you know there's like five options and you got three people to compete with but there's still not enough listings (coughs) all right well i mean Hope it works out for you. Yeah, it'll it'll be fine. But it'll be a long time before coaster season starts. So, and then I get to go back to Valley Fair, which is Valley Fair is not a bad park, but it's also not like you know, it's literally the same park as it's been for the last like fifteen years. Yeah, they really have not done a whole hell of a lot up there, have they? Like, remember that rumor that they're going to get that invert? Yeah, that's still a rumor. I don't know if it's quite as strong anymore, but it's still a rumor. I don't remember who was saying it, but someone was. I thought someone said that like Patriot was supposed to go to the world, Valley Fair. I could see that, and it would be funny because it's like, of course, Valley Fair gets a B and M, and it's like kind of a lame one. I think Valley Fair just really needs something at this point. Yeah. They need like, um, I mean, it depends if they take out Excalibur or not, which is, it's such, that's such a weird ride. Even, even like 
even for a park like Valley Fair, it's just so bizarre that they bought a aero coaster like that. But it's like they bought half of a roller coaster. Yeah, but if they take that out, they'll have to replace it. Maybe they could just put a water park expansion in, though. Yeah, just get rid of that tunnel and then. Like, they'll definitely expand their water park before I think they get a new coaster. That makes sense. I feel like they're kind of in the same category as, like, Michigan's Adventure. Where, like, they don't really need to do anything to keep people coming. Yeah, it's like their clientele, like, their numbers are probably exactly the same year after year. But, but still, like, you have to invest in your, I don't know. But do you, though? I mean, eventually you have to do something to the water park, I guess. When was the last time Michigan's Adventure did anything to their water park? I mean, they retracked, uh... What is it? Wild? No, not Wildcat. Zach Zoomer? No. What the hell is it called? Um, Timberhawk, Timberwolf. Yeah, but the water park is the real draw there, like you're saying. Yeah. So it's the same deal at well, Valley Fair. Like, when's the last time they did anything to the water park at either one of those? I don't know. But the thing, though, is like at least Michigan's Adventure is like they're, they're still like even though they're not building anything new, they're still like reinvesting into the rides that they have. <clears throat> like they're, you know, they did that Michigan's, they did that um, shivering timbers retrack. They did the wildcat or whatever Wolverine, whatever the hell it's called the Phoenix clone. Um, you know, they just did that big retrack. Whereas, like, they've never done anything like that at Valley Fair. Fair. I mean, um, Renegade hasn't gotten anything recently. I mean, that ride, I'm pretty, like, I mean, I guess it's still been a while. Uh, Shit, it's almost been 10 years. I think last time I rode it was, like, 2015. And even then, it was, like, original track. And it was rough. Oof. I rode the only time I rode that ride was the day it opened. Have not been back to Valley Fair since then because, you know. (laughs) It's not a bad park, it's fine. There's nothing wrong with the park. It's just. I guess I don't really know what else to do in Minnesota or Minneapolis if I go all the way up there. I mean, Minneapolis is a pretty cool city. So, like, what would you recommend doing for a weekend? If you have to bake in Valley Fair and the Mall of America. I mean, 
you could definitely just throw in bars and restaurants, a uh, Twins game. Okay, I was going to um, say a Twins game as well, probably. You could, honestly, you could make a little weekend trip out of it. Take the, uh, take the Amtrak up to St. Paul. You could do that whole thing but via, like, public transit. That would cost Take way the more from than Chicago driving, to St. Paul. What was it? That would cost way more than driving, though. Um. Well, I know the Milwaukee to Minneapolis route was like 45 bucks. It wasn't too bad. Yeah, but multiply by two. Yeah. And then true. remember, I've got a fucking Corolla. <laughs> Yeah, <clears throat> but I mean, yeah. Surprisingly, once you get a little bit north of Milwaukee, about an hour or so, Wisconsin is pretty. Yeah, I mean, you hear yeah. That, so ben? is Minnesota. I'm giving your state a lot of credit there. Well, it's like I remember. I remember this topic on Sifcam World and it was like what state is, what state has better scenery, Illinois or Wisconsin? And it was like 82% voted Illinois. But like if you look at the demographics at the time it was like all these like suburban Chicago kids that have only been the great America type of vibe. And I just remember like reading that and it's like, you've clearly never been in Wisconsin. Like Kenosha doesn't count. Yeah. Everything between the border and Milwaukee on 94 is might as well be Illinois. Yeah. For for sure. I'll be, I'll be completely honest, but yeah, like once you're really cruising in the state, like we went to Madison last year to go see the lion King. And like, once you're really cruising along, sure. There's still a lot of farmland, but it gets a little bit more hilly and shit. Yeah. And like I said, I driven out to, uh, Valley fair with, uh, Jerome and Alyssa. And that drive was really nice. There's a bunch of cool shit and you pass right by uh, Claire and all that. Mm hmm. <clears throat> yeah and um you know there's kind of this like saying like especially if you're in northern wisconsin there's a lot of um it's basically like blue water white sand and islands in the north part of the state and if you were like if you were kidnapped right like you're blindfolded bound and gagged thrown in like a back of a van type of, you know, beaten up. And then they dropped you off in Northern Wisconsin. And you like walked out to the water on like a hot July day. Like you would think you were in like the Bahamas. Obviously it's only for, you know, like two months a year where it's really, really nice, but that's called a redneck vacation. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm I'm sorry. You set me up. I'm going to have to take it. 
I was trying to say something nice about Wisconsin there too, Ben. God damn. <laughs> well. Oh, I also remember stopping somewhere along that drive going from Milwaukee to Valley Fair and there was a gas station that had like homemade soaps and that shit smelled amazing. Homemade soaps. Yeah. Like hand soap, uh, you know? Yeah. That stuff's made out of like I think it's made out of like fat. Probably. Like the way they did it, yeah. Smelled great. Also, I remember there's like a really uh, interesting McDonald's somewhere too. Like not too far away from like Little America, I want to say. A McDonald's. Didn't you and me and Chris and Dwayne all go there? Um, what was unique about it? Is this kind of really nice for being in the middle of nowhere? And it wasn't in the Dells? Nope, it was off the highway. And like the only other thing of note was a gas station or whatever. Huh. My McDonald's memories are a little hazy. But let's see. How could that be? There's only so uh, many of them. <laughs> Well, I don't know. That's a pretty specific one. See, but my Taco Bell memory was like actually pretty good. Remember when like different remember as like a teenager, fast food places had different um like weird designations. It's like oh yeah, this is the one with the eighties Jeep ad. Or it's like, oh, this one is cool because the drive through has three windows or just, there's just like random things that people would remember the different Taco Bells by. Oh yeah. That one has a picture of tomatoes on the wall, <laughs> but it's like, Oh, we should drive 15 minutes actually to go to that one. <laughs> the only difference I remember it, like specifically like going out of the way for is like, if they had a specific menu item. Yeah. Like I remember, Back in those days, some Taco Bells had a chili cheese burrito and some didn't. So I would always go to the ones that did. Now it's all about those cinnamon twists. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Dude, back when I think the best thing they ever did was the $2 meal deal. Where it was... It was basically like a dollar. It was like a dollar item, a drink, and then a bag of Doritos. Which I remember is kind that of fucking insane. bullshit. What was it? I remember that shit. Yeah, and so like 
when I could be really like really cheap and get like the the two dollar meal deal and with the it was a half pound chicken burrito. And then you get cheesy Fiesta potatoes and you crush the Doritos in the potatoes. That's lunch. And then add maybe add a double decker taco if it's dinner time for like a buck thirty. Less than five bucks. See, here's the deal, right? I have been significantly less jazzed about Taco Bell, not even just since being an adult, but more so since I've gone to Del Taco. Yeah. <clears throat> just because basically Del Taco is like if Taco Bell was made out of food. Yeah. But sometimes I don't want real food. Like, sometimes I don't want a real taco. But it's still not a taco. It's definitely a Taco Bell taco. It's just like, instead of cardboard, they used a taco shell. Yeah. Instead of like a bag of bean paste, they used actual beans. Yeah, my only gripe with Del Taco is that Everything comes with fries. Like, and they're I don't awesome. want fries. Del Taco's fries are good, though. Yeah, they're, they're not. I mean, they're good fries, ones. but like, the what? I get what you're saying, but like. See, I have this thing where I got to finish fries before I get to my entree. Yeah. So I do get that annoyance because I'll get like large, large. And then I'm like through my fries and I get like finished with my first taco. And I'm like, fuck, I got two more tacos and a burrito to go. (laughs) So that's why I kind of. I do the opposite. Like I can't, I have to start with fries and end with fries. So I'll eat like half of them, eat some entrees and then go back end with the fries. Like there has to be some side left. I have a weird thing. I think I got to just like clear all of like my fries or chips or whatever. Salad, whatever the side is, I got to clear that shit before I even Start on the main, you know? I can only leave a couple and then like, all right, I'll have that last one after a couple bites. With that, one thing that annoys me about that with anyone. (laughs) (laughs) One thing that annoys me are listeners. Go ahead. What? Uh, I was just saying, I'm glad our listeners could hear that. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) But go ahead. What were you saying? One of my annoyances are are like when you're driving like a drive-through fast food order back to your house and somebody just keeps sticking their hands in the bag eating fries so then you get back to the house and the fries are gone but you're just left with like the sandwiches oh, I used to do that shit all the time but yeah I found that to be 
the same exact way. I'd grown into like, don't touch it. <laughs> <laughs> Leave that bag curled the fuck folded over. I know it's like we're four, we're four minutes from home. Yeah, and if you have one fry, you're gonna have all the fries. Yeah. No, I completely understand that. You either have to like commit to having all the fries or having none of the fries. Yeah. That's what's nice about like Taco Bell is the lack of fries. It's like you got to kind of commit to the food. But that's kind of the problem with Taco Bell is you're committing to the food. (laughs) And it's not committing to you. No, it is not. Taco Bell is the only food I've gotten where I cannot even be done with all of this shit that I'm going to eat and I get the gurgles. Yeah. (laughs) Oh God. That reminds me of, uh, we would drive down to that white castle in Kenosha. Yeah. (laughs) And it was like a, it was like a 45 minute drive from West Bend. And like every time we did that trip, it's like you get about 15 minutes on the highway. You don't even hit Milwaukee yet. It was always like right around you were passing seven mile fair. And then like someone would just start farting. And then like you'd get 20 minutes past that and then somebody would have to stop at the gas station and shit. Oh, God. You said it was a 45 minute drive. Yeah, just, I think just about, yeah. And nobody could just, like, take care of their ship before they had to go? Well, sometimes it doesn't hit right away. Well, that's fair, but, like, how many cigarettes were being smoked? Uh, at the time, not and that many. energy drinks. <laughs> yeah, definitely energy drinks. Because that'll, that'll definitely uh, contribute. <clears throat> Man, the other because weird food thing... I, the other weird food thing I remember doing is uh, you go to a Chinese buffet and then you slam a five hour energy right after you eat all the food and no something about the Chinese food or it like helps you absorb because the problem with B vitamins is that they have to metabolize with food. But if you max out at a Chinese buffet and then drink the five hour energy, you're like fully metabolizing all the vitamins and you get this insane rush. I mean, I guess I can see it, but at the same time, I'm like, theoretically, the same thing would work with Olive Garden's unlimited soup salad breadsticks. <laughs> it does. It does, though. We uh, actually last year, we went to we did that. <laughs> we went to the Olive Garden thing, <clears throat> but then we did a hike. Like on the way home, it was it was like dark out and cold, 
and we're like, let's just do a hike. And we like powered up it because we had all the carbs. It's actually kind of cool. <laughs> <laughs> Afternoon carbo load. <laughs> and this was like wine and like it was late. You know, Olive Garden is pretty good when you're looking for all you can eat soup, salad, breadsticks. The people start getting annoyed, though. That's my only, like, complaint. I mean, it's like, I wonder if if they train the employees to, uh, like, how to manage people like that. It's like once they're on plate three, just take a really long time to come back to the table. Yeah, I think probably about three refills is is your limit before yeah. they start getting uppity about it. Unless you go when it's really empty. Yeah. When you're here, you're family. Which reminds me, Ben, what are you going to do now that Trump is off the ballot in your state? (laughs) Yeah, I was thinking about this the other day. I still don't know, like, what is going to come of that, like... Yeah, it seems like for right now it's paused, which is like, okay, so what? It's symbolic? Yeah, pretty pretty much. It's, it's, yeah, I don't know. Everything, that's what I mean. Everything is just, it doesn't seem real. <laughs> it's like, I don't know, like, what, it's like, how am I supposed to feel about this? Like, is there actually anything coming about of this? Is anything going to change? Are we all just going to die anyway? Like, Yeah, it's like, oh, the state Supreme Court voted him off the ballot, but the U.S. Supreme Court said you can't do that. <laughs> so, I don't know. <laughs> exactly. It's like... Don't forget to make your voice heard. What? <laughs> <laughs> We'll see. (laughs) I don't know. We'll see. It's a fucking election year already. God damn it. Yeah, that went quick. Can't we ever just go four years without? Without what? An election. I know a couple people who would love that. Actually, here's the deal, right? Let's have the election. Let's just make election cycle illegal. Wait, make them what? It makes the entire election cycle illegal. So, like, everybody still gets to vote, right? 
It just yeah. means that you can't get inundated with ads. Yeah, I mean, I do kind of wish that we would just outlaw outlaw pharmaceutical ads and outlaw political ads. Or kind of like um you're give or what I wish would happen is like every candidate is given a template. Right? Like you have to like go into a studio and you have one studio choice and you're given 30 seconds and you can say whatever you want in those 30 seconds, but it has to be you talking and like, that's it. And you get like one shot. So if you want to waste it talking shit about somebody that's on you, but you can't make these like insane ads, these like insane attack ads. Yeah, I like that. And the pharmaceutical ones too, that's crazy. Especially when yeah, you go to like Europe or another country and you turn on the TV and you just don't see them. Yeah. And you're like, oh yeah. <laughs> Maybe I shouldn't ask my doctor about <laughs> buttonol. Ozempic. Cock and bowls. <laughs> I know somebody personally on Ozempic. Oh, 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 Ozempic. <laughs> <laughs> We're all going to be on it eventually. What is it for? It's for diabetes. And then someone figured out, I guess it does something to like your insulin response, but people are overweight. People discovered that it like curbs their appetite. So it's like an appetite suppressant. What was that? That shit's not going to work on me. I got the other kind of diabetes already. So do you always feel full after eating or, or, or hungry? Um, not, neither is a blanket rule. My blood sugar is super like volatile essentially because oh, okay. my body <laughs> just doesn't make its own insulin. Yeah. So like, if I eat anything, it's going to go up right away. But like, it's the opposite with type two where it's like the body still produces insulin, but the cells can't like, per, like receive it. Well, oh, okay. yeah. like insulin resistance, you know, and that's what Ozempic is for. So it probably helps just, but it's probably more designed for those patients, but can help anybody, you know? Yeah. So, yeah, you're right. We're all going to be on it. Welcome to 2024. (laughs) 
Oh, oh, oh. And now I got that stuck in my head. <laughs> Do you want to talk about roller coasters? Yeah. Probably should. Um, Iron Menace got topped off. And that's a Dorney thing? Yep. That's fun. It uh, actually looks decent for a coaster. But, again, it's one of those, like... I'm surprised Dorney's even getting anything. Hey, shush. Dorney's really happy. Yeah. Last time they got anything of, like, real value was Hydra. And that was 2005. And they got Demon Drop. Like I said, last time they got anything of real value was Hydra in 2005. Demon Drop is fun. Right, but we're talking about anything of real value here. Not like a 35-year-old attraction. Somebody posted a photo of the fish hook concept. I didn't realize it was supposed to work like an Intamin uh, first gen. Really? Yeah, like it was supposed to have like a like a whole like a like two layers, you know. That's insane. What's funny about that is that they closed it because of loud noise complaints, but considering it was an arrow, it probably would have been loud as shit. <laughs> I mean, undoubtedly, really thinking about it, yeah. But it still looked fucking awesome. I wish they would have built it because it looked cool as fuck. So with Iron... Okay, so Iron Man is going in. What do you think is going to be like... Because that was a Cedar Fair purchase. Yep. I'm curious to know like... Like, I wonder which park's attractions actually count as each manager's decision. Like, so obviously this was still going to happen because this happened before the merger. But I wonder, like, what people, like, if parks had these five-year plans that are now suddenly, like, canceled. I mean, it's got to be partially on the park president and all that, but also... Yeah, like corporate's got to determine like determine like their spending limits and all that. Right. <clears throat> right. I mean, I don't know. I feel like 
because also like they have to source proposals, right? Right. Well, do you think a Six Flags park will ever get a giga? Hey, I'm sorry, you cut out. What'd you say? Do you think a Six Flags park will ever get a giga? Hmm. I thought Magic Mountain's been talking about it. Like, that's the rumor I thought I heard recently. Where would they even put that shit, though? Well, they're closing that theater, the Golden Uh, Bear Theater or whatever. That shit's going. Like, right now, they're tearing it out. Was that the theater that we got kicked out of? No, it's the outdoor one closer by the front of the park. Okay. So they're going to have a bunch of land free there, you know? Yeah. That's the thing. Like, I feel like whenever you look at park maps, like parks always have these giant outdoor amphitheaters that are only seem to be used for like employee orientation and cheerleading competitions. Yeah, and it seems like valuable expansion pads that they're not using. Yeah. And I mean, what? Universal Hollywood right now is building the Fast and the Furious ride. Is that a roller coaster? Yep. Nice. Looks somewhat similar to Velocicoaster. It's going to go around the escalators. In fact, we should both look up the POV of it right now and do commentary. Oh, shit. Okay. The escalators. I'm trying to remember... Were those so? Is that like where you go down towards like Jurassic Park? Yes, because that park is in two halves the upper lot and the lower lot, you know. Okay, I see. Hold on, I haven't found it yet. Music is very 90s. Okay, Amusement Insider. That's the one I found. Skip the ad. 
Yeah, that music is super 90s. I feel like it should be like an era promotional video. Okay. Yeah, this looks pretty sick. Interesting, like, Bunny Hill launch track types. Definitely. I mean, okay, it's actually pretty cool. It's a terrain coaster. Yeah, it's it's awesome. uh, Helix. Yeah, I think this is going to be one of the, like, best terrain coasters in the country. Yeah, that dive loop at the far end into the launch looks awesome. Okay. Yeah, it was a little nice. So it looks like there's a bunch of launches to keep it speed. Yeah. No, that looks awesome. Looks cool. Kind of reminds me of um, it looks it looks less intense in Velocicoaster and less airtime focused. Like it basically all those moves are like very gradual. It's so it's like uh, what am I trying to say? Like very long gradual hang time inversions. <laughs> Well, I mean, that kind of seems on brand for Universal Hollywood, who don't have, like, a major coaster. Better to not go to, like, the most extreme, you know? Yeah, it's kind of like Hagrid's vibes on Velocicoaster. Yeah, like a good blend of the two and set on a mountainside. Yeah. I'm looking at a POV of uh, Hyperia right now. Oh, yeah. Hyperia looks looks pretty cool. That one outward bank turn looks like something that was... It looks like something that was built on a no limits coaster in like 2005. Yeah. I know exactly what you're talking about. That's that came up exactly as you were saying that. And I was like, uh, yeah. <laughs> it does look good though. Star Trek enterprise POV. I'm just like, I haven't caught up with the POVs of all the rides from outside of America, to be honest. Yeah. So actually, I knew I didn't have any trips coming up. 
All right, I so I got one. Right? What was it? Go ahead with the thing you were saying. I didn't hear that. Go ahead with the thing you were saying. Oh, I was going to say my complaint about the Fast and Furious coaster, thinking about it, is like, it would have been cool if there was an opportunity for like a dual, like a dual element with the blocking. I mean, if it's oh, a race. Oh, yeah, that would have been sick. I've played enough Roller Coaster Tycoon to know that it doesn't take that long to plan something out like that. Yeah, but according to RCT, that would have cost an extra 38 euro. Just <laughs> <laughs> speaking of this, I, I was playing open RCT and the... Um, have you... Have you built any? Have you played with it before? Yeah, a little bit. Um, have you ever used the ghost train option? No. Or like, there's basically a, like a ghost train that'll test the ride live as you're building it, so you can see exactly oh, yeah. like how it will look before you even test it. It um. It makes building dueling coasters like or like racing or dueling coasters super easy because then you can just like tweak the turns and the height of the hills exactly and you can make some really cool dueling elements. Yeah, I need to re-download that game. I've been playing like regular RCT2 for a while. Mm-hmm. It's fun, but like definitely needs that kick into the modern age. What do you what do you play it on? My dumb laptop. It still holds up, which is which is crazy. Absolutely, it does. Still one of the best games of uh, my childhood, for sure. Probably one of the best, like, original PC games from the 90s. And I'm confidently claiming that because I didn't play many games, but that one reached me. Remember Eight Cars Trainer? Yes. <laughs> or then there was like and Son, the of, Son Beast. of Beast Trainer. Yes. Yeah. And that basically did what. Um, Fucking whatever it's called does now. Yeah, all the all the cheats are built in, which is cool. What's also cool is that if you use blocks, if you use block mode, um, the stations have multi move automatically. Really? So that's gotta yeah, like help with you, efficiency a ton. 
Yeah, like you can build it just right to where as a train is so like a train will come into the station, the restraints open, people start unloading, and then it'll it'll like roll into the station as the other one is rolling out. Yeah, that was always a super efficiency killer in RCT2. Yeah. Because a lot of B&Ms had it, but not in the game. Right, yeah. Also, like, most of the... What I like also like it's kind of sucks if you use a booster before or after the block break to like transport the ride quicker. Sometimes they'll still crash. Really? Yeah, like the booster will like push it through the um, like push it through for some reason. I never even thought to try that. But that makes sense. The game's kind of dumb. Yeah. I've watched a shitload of Marcial Voss within the past, like, month or so. <coughs> yeah, what's all, what also is cool is you can convert any coaster to any other coaster and put any train on it. So, like, you can build a steel coaster and then just, like, actually, I want this to be a looping coaster. It'll just let you do that. Yeah, like it's just built in. That's pretty nice. Weren't we going to set up a server for that at one point? Yeah, and I've tried to do it a couple times, but it's it's tough. Like, I don't know. I don't know why. I'll try it again. I don't know. It could be it, because before it was my router, but then like when we were on that, um, when we were on the call, like a few, few weeks ago, um, I tried to do it again, but like, I couldn't, there's just, it's just super involved. I don't know. I've never even talked to anybody who's done it. And I even like looked at all the tutorials and everything and I don't know how to do it. Yeah, I remember looking at some tutorials back when we first talked about it, and I was like, I don't know what I'm doing. But if any of our listeners know what they're doing and can help us set one up, that could be a lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah, no, that'd be cool to get like a bunch of people on a server. We could do little competitions. Or just, like, have a crazy park. Yeah. There's yeah a I Marce- think that would be a good time. There's that Marcel, Marcel Voss, like, Forest Frontiers, but there's, like, ten levels of roller coasters and paths on it. If 
I feel like we need to collaborate with uh, his uh, Discord. Yeah. They can help us out, maybe. <clears throat> so I was wondering if we could try to make any reasonable reasonable predictions about what's going to happen with the Cedar Fair Six Flags merger this year in 2024. Um, well, I... I would say that a mega pass is probably going to come. Or like some kind of regional pass where like eventually it's going to be a thing where like you'll be able to go to both parks on one pass. I don't see how they're going to sell two separate passes now. Yeah, I agree. I think there's going to be some sort of ultimate pass. The real platinum pass. I'm also kind of curious about like what branding is going to what parks. Cause Cedar fair said there's, they're going to stick with the six flags name. Wait, Cedar, wait, Cedar Fair. Oh, Cedar. Yeah. So the company is Six Flags. Yeah. So essentially what parks are going to be rebranded as Six Flags? Cedar Point. Cedar Point, Ohio, or Six Flags, Ohio. You walk in, the first thing is just Riddler. And then Kings Island, Six Flags Ohio 2. <laughs> I mean, it'll probably be fine. I just don't know with like... I mean, what if... I'm afraid they're going to start selling off parks. Yeah, me too. And I don't think all of them are going to go to park operators. Yeah. I think we're going to see some consolidation. Where they sell it off to like, I don't know. I'm trying to think like what the worst park operator management could be. Condo developers. <laughs> yeah. I think, like, what if this is all just a big scam to sell all the parks for real estate? Mm. I was watching Even this YouTube video. The most video. cynical part of me doesn't think they want to sell all. Of the parks. Yeah, but the theme park industry really doesn't make money. Which is a problem. Like, it's very thin margins. 
So it's almost like people, anybody who gets into the industry always seems to have ulterior motives. Yeah, but Cedar Fair is already there. Yeah, that's true. And then they're getting what, like 52% or they have 52%. Yeah, they're getting a very slight majority. Yeah, I guess that's good. I'd be more worried if Six Flags got the majority. Yeah, that's true. Because that was always the rumor, right? It was always Six Flags was going to buy Cedar Fair. Yeah. Yeah. That's why, like, part of me wants to be a little more hopeful. Although, seeing as Great America is still my home park. Yeah. The only thing they could do to make it worse at this point is to just level it. Move it. That's been like the, uh, that's the rumor of her Elitch is that they're going to move it to, uh, near the airport. Oh, to a third location. Yeah. Yeah. Makes perfect sense. Although I mean, I, there's some interesting data. This, so the city of Denver is actually losing population the last few years. Not surprising. Like the state overall is still growing, but the city itself is uh, starting to shrink. I mean, it's it's not the biggest city in terms of uh, actual physical borders and everything. No. And there's Looks not like- a whole... Sh- shitload of housing inside of those borders well it's kind of I mean it's funny just because like for years like people were I mean within like the next couple years people were predicting that the city would cross over a million people and I think it's still only at like 700,000 or it's like just under 800,000 and it's going down but I mean, that's what happens when you have such a transient population. Like, people don't stay around. They come here for two years and then leave. It's like, uh, I don't know. People come here for like a lifestyle vacation. Makes sense. Like, what, Seattle? <laughs> Seattle's the same. <laughs> There's kind of there. It's weird. There is a very there is a pipeline of like between Denver and Seattle. People that are they're just constantly like exchanging people that just go back and forth. Oh, weird! I've never met anyone like that. <laughs> and 
when we were in Duluth, we met so many people from Denver. It's kind of like, it seems to be the next logical step for people is like when they're over Denver, they just go to Duluth. Seems like it's the next hipster place. I mean, for the Midwest, maybe. I don't know if it'll ever get super big just because it's, I mean, it's like, I'll put it this way. If you're in a place without mountains, it's one of the cooler places you can be. But it's. uh, Yeah, if all the hipsters from Denver moved there. (laughs) I'm just saying. If the shoe fits. Yeah. I'm just happy to. uh, (coughs) I'm happy to be there. From the next studio location. Yeah. So are you excited to record a podcast from. Duluth, Minnesota, notable roller coaster mecca. <laughs> hey, there is a roller coaster nearby. There is an alpine coaster. So there's at least that. I mean, it's not nothing. So are you going to be like snowbirds from there? I think that's kind of the plan is to, um, yeah, I think that's kind of the plan is to basically go up there in the summer for a bit and then maybe do like a, I don't know, like a fall thing and then rent it out in the school year. (coughs) Oh, you're so gross. What was it? I said you're so gross. (laughs) (laughs) Why? (laughs) I'm just giving you a hard time. No, I'm sure everyone who lives there would totally loves it. What? Us or the city? (laughs) Yeah. With with your uh, rentals that they've specifically... (laughs) Bard. Well, the thing is, is like the goal is to get it to at least a student during the school year because there's a lot of there's a lot of college kids. So like it's not going to be empty. That's not the goal. And like work, we're cool with pointing it out as a loss if it means getting somebody like reliable. So we're not trying to slumlord it. You don't have to defend yourself to me. I'm literally just giving you shit because we've been (laughs) friends for like ever. It is a problem, though. That was a problem in Denver 10 years ago. It was like you'd always see these like California and Texas plates. And they buy up like three or four houses at a time and then just like rent them out or let them sit empty. Gross. 
So, like, has Denver, like, curbed the wild homeless population? No, not at all. Especially because right now, um, Texas keeps sending, like, busloads of migrants to Denver. Oh, yeah. Fucking shitheads in Texas are doing that to y'all, too. Yeah. We're, we're dealing with that here in Chicago right now. Fucking asshole. So, that's fun. Yeah, it's crazy how one guy in Texas gets to decide that he can do that to all those people. Right, yeah. It's always specific types of states, if you know what I mean. Yeah, the ones that really love Jesus. (laughs) Is there a correlation? I think so. (laughs) They just really love thy neighbor, right? I don't know. Perhaps it's the bruise. Are we making friends tonight, Ben? (laughs) What was that? (coughs) Are we making friends tonight, Ben? (laughs) Maybe. I hope so. World's bullshit and we could all use more friends. Especially people that didn't ask to get bust. All right, yeah, you know where we're going with that. (laughs) What do you think is worse? A (coughs) migrant bus or a TPR tour bus from like 2008? Hmm. Like if they just started a if either one just started arriving in your city out of nowhere, I think TPR buses would be far more annoying. (laughs) Oh, great. 30 more people. 30 more people just arrived farting and complaining about the food. Like the Maurice Pierre guy. Yeah. Yeah, and they won't stop complaining since we told them that since it's winter, there's no roller coasters open over he- uh, near here. <laughs> and just cut to a guy with a mustache. And sunglasses with a strap going, hot dogs. <laughs> Can I get a hot dog? <clears throat> no, you can't. I don't know. 
Wait, what'd you say? I said, no, you cannot. Well, great. This blows. I knew I shouldn't have gotten on that bus. This place sucks. Rob! Michael! I wonder if there's like minions on that side anymore. Remember when that was a thing? It was like all the people that would try to get into the videos or into the trip reports as much as possible. Yeah. I'm sure that got annoying as fuck. It was annoying as someone just like from on the outside. Not even knowing all about the Heathers and all that. (laughs) I bet, though, honestly, thinking about that whole BOF thing, I bet that was, like, more... There was still probably a shitload of annoying people in there. Yeah, of course. I mean, it makes sense. Like everybody, every little click is going to have their own little private thing. I just well, remember if you the contra- know how to get into the YFCS private thing. The way is to join our Patreon. I remember the controversy of there's some gap controversy where like somebody scared it shared a screenshot and you could see the like Heather's visible. And then it was like, wait a minute, you have access to that or no, no, maybe it was TPR. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I remember that. Somebody it was like a, shared screen- a screenshot of the best of friends forum. Yeah. Which probably still exists on TPR, by the way. Oh, I'm oh, yeah, I'm sure it does. But yeah, and it was like, oh wow. I feel like Don shared that or something. Yeah. Either Don or Taco. Yeah, that's right. I wish we could get him on our podcast. Yeah, that'd be cool. I feel like he he doesn't like to talk. But it would be cool. Don's been on our show. Uh, Listeners, if you haven't heard it. Go way the fuck back. You'll hear it. That was one of the first episodes. That was within the first 50 for sure. I think it was like first. I feel like that was like first 10. Don's got his own podcast now. Yeah. Pinball. Yeah. So if you like pinball, go check out Don's pinball podcast. 
That's our fucking homie from back in the day. Who lives in Wisconsin. He does. I like would go visit him, but every time I want to, I remember it's like a four hour drive. Yeah. But it's not that bad. You can do it. Be a fun little off season fix. Yeah, if I can go see uh, the good doctor. (laughs) We'll see. I don't know. He's pretty busy with his pinball stuff. So let's see. uh, Did I write something else here? Oh, do we have any guesses for the death pool this year? Um, I'll just say Anaconda only because everyone says Anaconda every year. And that ride keeps living out everybody. So I'll go with that one. All right. Uh... I guess in that case Hmm I feel like do I go with a tried and true guess or do I go with something daring What are you thinking Well the tried and true guess is going to be Gemini. Oh, yeah. The daring guess would be Superman Escape from Krypton. Do you think they'll take that one down or do you think they'll just leave it SBNO? Yeah, I think they would just close it. Yeah. Because Lex Luthor is a pretty valuable attraction to them. Yeah. Gemini is an interesting one, but I thought when. See, I always envisioned if they took out Dragster, they would also take out Gemini and then use that as a mega coaster. But now at this point, like. I mean, Cedar Point's future of mega coasters might be done. Like, yeah, but think- on the alt. On the alternative side of that, now that there's going to be more people in that area again, why not tear down Gemini and build like a single rail? Oh my god, if they built a single rail, that'd be so miserable. What if it was a, um, a Raptor? Raptor would be interesting. The only thing about a Raptor, though, is like... I guess my only complaint about the Raptor track is that it doesn't really, it doesn't really benefit the ride experience. It's just a track design. Like the Raptor track is something you could build over like a, you know, like over some insane terrain. 
or because you don't have to really worry about supports or it's like the track itself is supported more so you don't have to like have supports every so whatever feet <clears throat> yeah just go ahead and shit on the idea why don't you man <laughs> I'm just saying stick with the classics no I remember I just remember like um, when RMC came out with the Raptor track and somebody leaked a photo of it and the, the caption was like RMC has blown our mind once again. And it's like, it's just a track design. Like they're going to do the same elements with that track or any other track. It'd be like, if be like, if B and M changed the shape of their track and they're like, look out industry. That's all I'm saying. I'm just thinking that like or what if they made like a dueling raptor to replace Gemini that'd be cool or what about like a mock mock spinner like a ride to happiness or time traveler I suppose that could work as well there's a lot of uh, potential in that space, I think, is really the point. Like, if they took out Iron Dragon, <clears throat> mock launch spinner would be a good replacement. Because you could turn that in. That's basically a family coaster. But why would they take out Iron Dragon? I don't know. If it just gets old, end of life type of thing. I mean, I think there's a shitload that could replace Iron Dragon that would be awesome. <clears throat> like, what about, like, an Aqua Tracks? <laughs> <laughs> The Aquatrax is cool, but I still don't know if I get it. Because there's just, it's just, it's like track sections that they spray water on the track. And it's like, does it make it go faster? Yeah, it cools it down. <laughs> <clears throat> I just uh, love that that was the big rumor when Maverick was coming out. Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, Maverick was basically Aquatrax. More suited for an American audience, though. Yeah. It was like, um, but I mean, like the ride moves, it's basically got like the same blocking setup and launches and stuff like that. I think the Aquatrax ride has 
it has like a vertical drop or something inside. Really? I think so. It looks pretty sweet. I saw a POV of it, I think, earlier this year. What's the name of that park again? Is that at... um? That's at... Um... Oh, fuck. What's the name of that place? Oh, Lottie World, whatever. Lottie World, yeah. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, that ride is like basically Maverick. Yeah, that's why it looks pretty sweet. Okay, maybe it's not a vertical drop, but it has a vertical uphill section. It's like a it's like the first half of a top hat. Weird. Is there an actual splashdown? I forget. No, it's just it's just literally water sprayed on the track. <laughs> That's got to be a cost-saving measure. I just don't get the point of it. <laughs> like I just it doesn't really get you wet. It doesn't really make the ride go faster or anything. Never going to get you wet. Never going to make you fast. Plus, it just sprays carcinogenic wheel grease back at you. Well, 1001 Knox Lady would be super stoked. <laughs> She'll be sniffing her fingers after that one. Yeah, it's finger looking good, Ben. Did you ever watch that Jumbo movie? No, did you? No. It did look interesting, though. Maybe we'll have to add that to movie night. (laughs) Your favorite coaster sucks movie night. Well, I mean, it does look pretty good, so I'm not opposed. That's for sure. But anyway, I uh, I'm getting pretty tired myself. Yeah, I have to work early in the morning, unfortunately. 
We should, if uh, I'm going to be doing the dry January, but next time we should record and drink energy drinks as an All experiment. Right. Okay. <laughs> like, do you ever uh, drink Celsius? No, I've never tried that one. Those ones are the best and they're, they're sugar free. It's basically, it's like seltzer water and juice with a bunch of caffeine. I mean, sure. Yay. That'll be interesting. I will try to also not get high. (laughs) Keyword there is try. Every time I get high and record, it just, it just, I feel like it doesn't work. Drunken high is one thing, but just just high sober is like, I don't know. Well, also, I took some uh, Tums before I took edibles today. (laughs) And that hits so fucking hard. Does it? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I wonder what the chemistry is there. Uh, I think it's because the tums increase your, um, it'll, some of your liver enzymes must be your cytochrome P450. Cause I took 25 milligrams worth of edibles. I felt like I took a hundred. <laughs> nice. Okay. Yeah, it was pretty legit. I'll have to remember that. Um, cause I gotta go, I gotta go back to Italy in like two weeks. And like on the way there last time I ate 50, which, and I have, like, I don't really smoke anymore. So my tolerance is super low. And like, that was so much fun. I've never had that much fun on a plane. And I was in a middle seat and I'm like, my shoulders like overflow into the other seat. So it's like really awkward. Um, but yeah, that nine hours flew by. <laughs> <laughs> nice nice yeah we'll try a couple tums next time it'll really amp that shit up yeah really the only downside was like so i got off at london or the connect in london and like that airport or heathrow like that airport is such a fucking shit show um and there's just so much walking and like all the lines were just ridiculously long. Um, yeah, I just remember like getting off the plane and then having to walk because you know, like airport, like the those like cattle pen kind of lanes that you have to walk down those super long hallways on the way to customs. Yeah, yeah, that sucked. I bet because you're all high, you're just like, fuck. <laughs> but yeah, no, try some tones with your edibles. Pro tip from me to you. 
Nice. Yo, I'm going to go knock out. All right. Yeah, sounds good. You got anything else, bud? I don't. All right. Well, in that case, um, welcome to 2024. Happy New Year, y'all. Thanks for uh, hanging with us while we took a little extended break. But we're back now. We'll be recording and you'll get your podcasts like normal. So don't worry. We're here. (laughs) Thank you all so much for listening. Um, It's good to be back, right, Ben? Yeah, it's good to start this up again. I feel a little out of practice, so. I'm looking forward to getting back into it. (laughs) Well, uh, yeah, I can do some, uh, yeah, I've got two weeks to go or I've got two good weeks before I leave. So yeah, we can figure it out. I might be doing one one from Minnesota next week. Awesome. You can give us an update on, uh, all the construction at Valley fair. (laughs) (laughs) it'll be yeah it'll turn into like i drive past the park every single day and just post the same like 30 photos of nothing happening just be like i think right here is where the lift hill is gonna go (laughs) somebody parked their truck on this maintenance road today (laughs) if you look closely here a garbage can blew over in the wind yesterday Well, all right. I'm looking forward to seeing your uh, your Valley Fair updates. Hell yeah! <laughs> all right, dude. Well, uh, it's good hanging, and looking forward to bringing more of these to all of y'all soon. And until next time, your favorite, favorite coaster, coaster sucks. sucks.